Uh, maybe you've seen the, the TV show uh, Alone. If you're not familiar with it, what they do is they take contestants and take limited supplies with them and they drop them off in the middle of a remote area. And the longest one to survive wins. And they win half a million dollars. Now, for some of you who are unfamiliar with Kansas geography, you probably have that vision of Pittsburgh, right? They're gonna drop you off in Pittsburgh. Now, I can assure you, it's a poppin' little town of 20,000, and I think I'll be just fine. <laughs> in the gospel today, though, when, when Jesus says that the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few, I think people can mistakenly take this kind of image of survival and little chances of, of winning and ascribe that mistakenly to the priesthood. Now, maybe that's not your impression of a priestly call for yourself or for your, your sons, but I think what all of us can register with is that what resonates with us is those words of Jesus in the gospel. Behold, I am sitting you like lambs amongst wolves. Especially in our culture today, I think that's something that can register with us. And much like that show and those contestants, I do think that, you know, we're going to have to do things that we're not good at. We'll have to even do things that we may not want to do but are necessary for survival. But I think where this analogy fails is in the fact that in the Christian life, we have far more gifts and tools at our disposal than those contestants. And in my two years here, as I celebrate this, my final weekend here at Magdalene, I think that's been the greatest impact this parish has had on me. To recognize the gifts that God has given to me, the tools that are at my disposal, whether through Called and Gifted, a program that we offer here, which I encourage you to, to look into, whether through you and your feedback, your faithfulness, through the priests and their example, or through my prayer life, God has really helped me to come to realize what he's given to me. But I have to admit, when Father Yurok asked me to preach this weekend at all the masses, I said, why? I'm not going to preach about myself, so I better stop there. And he said, well, then just give him some parting shots. <laughs> so here's three basic parting shots, and if you're lucky... I'll give you a gift I've never given before. Simplicity and brevity. So, better get going. One and a half speed, here we go. Number one, number one, our identity as sons and daughters in Christ. Now, you hear that said all the time. What does that even mean? Well, God sends all of us out today in the gospel. But what does he say? He says, Take, carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals. In my 33 years of life, so before and during my priesthood, one of the greatest lessons that I've ever learned is that when I place my value, when I place my identity in my work, my own expectations on my own terms, the only fruit of that is frustration, depression, anxiety, despair, and at best, fleeting happiness. That was part of what opened me up to my vocation that day in Pennsylvania, biking home from work. I realized that everything I had in my head where I placed my value, working for the number one firm in the country, having a girl back home, having time to exercise, cook, time for myself, you name it, there was something missing. If our identity is a son and daughter of Christ, then he provides us everything we need 
We can trust in him. We find meaning to sacrifice. We can actually find hope and we can taste the joy of something beyond this world. So if our identity is in Christ, then we have to look no further than the cross. Because we are to be like Christ and it means that we have to be like St. Paul in our second reading today. He says, may I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Whether it's having $47 in my bank account in college and having to make a trip to the grocery store, whether it was watching my best, one of my best friends drown right in front of me, or whether it was right here, literally at this spot, laying down my life for the priesthood, sacrifice and suffering are integral. If we are to be like Christ, then we have to be willing to die like Christ. But he died so that we wouldn't have to. That's the beauty of sacrifice. And your suffering has meaning. That is the key to moving on as disciples. And I'm afraid that our children aren't getting that message. Don't forget the value of suffering. Because Isaiah promises something beyond that. If we understand that our identity as sons and daughters is in Christ and that we can rely on him, if we understand the value of suffering and sacrifice, then we realize that we all were made for worship. We were made for the church. Isaiah says, when they see this, their heart will rejoice. You will find comfort in Jerusalem. You will nurse with delight because of her. When we come to Mass, we don't just come for the, the priest to give a homily. We don't just come to, to hear the music. Well, you guys don't come for that. We don't come for the coffee and donuts. We come to offer sacrifice. And because of that, Christ gives us his whole body, blood, soul, and divinity. He nourishes us. He frees us from our sins and confession. And through grace and prayer, he gives us the energy for this journey. So why? We can realize that his promise is trustworthy. That our sacrifice has meaning. And it's not for survival, but it's for thriving. In other words, my brothers and sisters, my sons and daughters in Christ... If we live these three things out, if we pass them on and teach them and, and give example of them to our children, of living, of identity in Christ, of sacrificing and suffering has meaning, and that the church is our lifeline, then we'll all realize that we're not meant for this TV show. We're not meant to just survive for half a million dollars, but we're meant to thrive for the salvation of our soul and the souls of others. So my very last encouragement to you is this. To the young men and young women in here, a vocation to the priesthood, a vocation to the religious life is not like this TV show. It's not a life of merely surviving and hoping that you'll be happy. It's not about being alone. It's about the salvation of souls. And as St. Catherine of Siena famously said, if you become who God made you to be, you will set the world on fire. So may all of us live that identity in Christ. May all of us live sacrificially, accepting even suffering because it has meaning. And may all of us worship faithfully the Lord, our creator, who made us, his created, his beloved for a particular plan.
Live this out. You'll find joy. You'll find eternity. Because I can tell you this. If I was ordained just for this last series of days, last Friday and and through the weekend, then it was worth it. Because I was able to accompany a man in his 30s who had fallen away from the church. And when I first offered him on his deathbed confession, he said no. But I can tell you, I was able to offer him three sacraments that day and the next. When I confirmed him the next day and asked him what name he wanted to choose, he chose my homeboy, St. Jude. I gave him the apostolic pardon and I have great hope today that that man is in eternity. If I was ordained for that one soul, then praise God, my life is worth it. Become who God made you to be. Never forget your identity in Christ. Be willing to accept suffering and sacrifice because it has meaning. And stay united to the church. And may God who's begun this good work in this parish, who's begun this good work in all of you, bring to fulfillment a greater rise in priestly and religious vocations from our young men and women and bring about the salvation of souls.